We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Glory be to God. Well, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's say it. I am redeemed. Praise God. I'll tell you I am. Open your Bibles to Genesis. We're going to continue on the subject that we started. Authority. We're talking about authority in three worlds. It'll end up on that. Authority in three worlds. We're talking about the authority of man. We're talking about Jesus being born of a virgin. I want to quote for you the foundation scriptures this morning again. David said, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visiteth him? Thou madest him a little lower than angels, or a little lower than Elohim, a little lower than God. And thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the work of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. Now the problem is that most people have never understood that he is talking about man or humanity. They think that that's something that will happen in the afterlife after you get to heaven. No, he's talking about here on earth. And then you see in Genesis, the first chapter, verse 26 through 28 there he's talking about creating man or making man he said let us make man in our image after our likeness let him have dominion over the fish of the sea the fowl there over all the earth over the cattle over everything that moveth on the earth so he gave man dominion said subdue it subdue the earth have dominion there so these are the foundation scriptures that we'll launch from, you know that Adam did have dominion. To understand that how Adam had dominion, you have to find out how God had dominion. Because Adam was created in the image and likeness of God. God looked out over the darkness that was in Genesis 1-2 and said, Light be. Now let me take just a minute here and point out to you what God did to bring light and life to the earth. He took his words, took the faith that was inside of him, and he used his words as containers and filled his words with his faith and spoke it out there into the vast darkness, into the nothingness, and caused creation to come into being. Light be, and light was. Now, if you'll notice, God spoke what he desired. He didn't speak what was. And the world today will tell you, and I mean even believers and church members will tell you, well, you've got to say it like it is. And you're lying if you say anything else. But God didn't say it like it was. God said it the way he wanted it. And Jesus taught us to do the same thing. Say to the mountain, be removed. Yes, but Jesus, I can see the mountains not removed. Yes, but he said, say, be removed. And you see, people that don't understand that, bless their hearts, they're confused. 
and they want to criticize people that operate in that. But here's what God did. He took the faith that was inside him, the image that was inside him, and he spoke that faith and that image out there and said, light be. He spoke the thing desired. Now, he told Adam to have dominion over the earth. And he said that he gave him dominion. Gave him dominion, told him to subdue it. So how was Adam going to do it? He had to do it through his words. He is an exact duplication of God's kind. Now, God is a spirit. This is what I'm talking about when I say that. God is a spirit, and God created man, a spirit being. He has a soul, and he lives in a body. The real man is a spirit man. The apostle Paul said, the outward man perisheth. But the inward man is renewed day by day. The inward man, the spirit man, never grows any older. Now, you ladies be glad to hear that. You're not a bit older than you were when you came here. The spirit man, praise God. Now, let's go to Genesis, the third chapter. We're going to talk today about the covenants that God made. But first of all, I want us to see, we talked about the seed of the woman. The seed was the word of God. It came and was made flesh among us. And then as we come down to verse 22 in Genesis, the third chapter, the Lord God said, Behold, man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Now listen to what he said. Lest he put forth his hand and take of the tree of life and live forever. We've got to put him out of the garden. In other words, he just stopped off right there and put him out of the garden. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and flaming swords, which turn every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Now, there's something interesting about this. God said, you will surely die the day ye eat of the fruit. Now, there's a tree of life in that garden, and there was a tree of knowledge of blessing and calamity. The Bible says, the Amplified says, the tree of the knowledge of blessing and calamity, and the King James says, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, this tree of life would have given life immortality. He would have lived forever, but this other tree brought death. Now, death came by Adam's choice. Don't blame death on God. It came by Adam's choice. Man brought death into the earth. This tree of life, now if you study about the tree of life, I'd like to just get off on that. We're going to say a little bit about it. This tree of life was there and could have been eaten of. And evidently, Adam could have eaten of it after he ate of the other tree. They hadn't put him out of the garden. Why was God in such a hurry to get him out of the garden and keep him from that tree of life? Because that Adam had now become spiritually dead. He died spiritually instantly at the time that he ate of the fruit. Now the Bible says that the poisoner, in fact the Hebrew says that the poisoner came in the garden in Genesis the third chapter. The King James says the serpent was more subtle, 
Actually, the literal rendering of that in the original Hebrews says the poisoner. The poisoner. What Satan did was poison Adam's tongue. He poisoned his tongue. This tree of life, I'm convinced of this, that this tree of life would have given him a wholesome tongue. Did you ever notice that in James, the third chapter, that James said the tongue is an unruly evil full of deadly poison that is set on fire of hell? Well, you know God didn't do that. God's not the one that set this tongue on fire of hell. The poisoner did it. The fruit of that tree poisoned Adam's tongue. I'm convinced that this tree of life that was there would have given him a wholesome tongue. And the nearest thing, you know, Proverbs says the wholesome tongue is a tree of life. The wholesome tongue is a tree of life. I'm convinced that's the nearest thing you're going to get to that tree of life in this earth, and it's still available today, but you have to control the tongue. Now, Satan did not tell Adam and Eve, or Eve, actually his conversation was with Eve. Adam was standing there listening to it. He didn't tell them the whole truth, and he didn't tell them a complete lie. He said, God knows that you'll become as God the day you eat of the fruit. Well, when you read that there, it says that God said man has become as one of us. Well, he, God said the same thing, didn't he? He said he's become as one of us to know good and evil or know how to produce good and evil by the words of his mouth. But his tongue was poisoned. Now, here's the thing that Satan failed to tell Adam and Eve. He failed to tell her that now the day you eat, you'll become as God to know how to produce good and evil by the words of your mouth. But the day you eat of it, you'll lose control of your tongue. Did you know that's where dominion starts? Is with the tongue. You'll never operate in authority or dominion without words. So Satan poisoned Adam's tongue. The fall of man was directly connected to his tongue. He lost his dominion because his tongue was poisoned. He found out some things, but he couldn't control his tongue. He wanted to say some things right, but he ended up saying them wrong. And you know, that has continued down through all the centuries until now. Have you ever just thought, well, now, you know, <laughs> you men, you've been out sitting in the parking lot waiting on your wife. She said, I'll be back in five minutes. She just run in the store just to take something back. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. You thought, well, I, I'm going to be nice. I'm just not going to say a word when she comes back. When she opened the door, where have you been? <laughs> oh, you had good intentions, but it's hard to tame the tongue. Adam's tongue was poisoned. I'm convinced that that tree of life would have given him a wholesome tongue. He would have gained the knowledge of how to control it, had the ability to control it, and to produce all the good things. But he chose the tree that God said don't eat of. Adam deliberately disobeyed God. Everything went smooth for just two chapters there, but in the third chapter of that thing, it got messed up. Because Adam chose that way. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, our offer this week is CD offer, number 7232. It's called the Identification Series. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19.
Now, when we talk about the identification series, who in the world was Jesus, for instance, or who in the world are you? Well, when you find out that Jesus was the Son of God, He was the anointed one, He was the Word made flesh, that's who He was. And when you study the life of Jesus, you find out until he was 30 years of age, he never did one single miracle. He never cast out one demon. But after he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power, he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil and destroyed the works of the devil. That's who Jesus was. He was the anointed one, the promised one, the Son of God that was to come. He had to have a physical flesh, blood, and bone body to have authority on this planet because God had given man authority to have dominion over this planet. And you have to have a body to have authority over this planet. So that's why Jesus had to be born of a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. The Word became flesh. Mary received the Word of God, and she conceived that Word in her spirit and manifested itself in her body. And Jesus was born on planet Earth. He was the divine Son of God, but he was here on a mission to destroy the works of the devil and to turn it over to us. That's offer number 7232, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.